welcome to Music for the Unmusical, where we discuss all things music for music lovers and those who don't know anything about music. I'm your host, Sav. This week, I thought it would be a good idea to talk about how to find and enjoy your favorite classical music. Because if you are unmusical, you may want some pointers in the right direction. My first tip on finding your favorite classical music to listen to is to find a favorite type or at least eliminate the types you don't like. So maybe try listening to some arias from an opera or two. An aria is the part of the opera where the singer sings about what the character is feeling at that moment. So they tend to have a lot of emotion in them. Something to point out about operas is that almost all of them, especially the ones from before the 20th century, are that they aren't in English, which personally doesn't bother me. I feel like if you are patient and receptive enough to the music that you can still understand the emotion and beauty of the music without actually understanding the words. Or you can always Google a translation. Other types of music to give a listen to that you may like are concertos. You might find that you like a particular instrument's sound, and a concerto is a solo instrument with an orchestra or a piano reduction of an orchestra part. Symphonies are also a pretty major type of classical music that I find interesting, so you might find interesting. And experimenting with different eras or composers, too, is very important when you are trying to find a favorite kind of classical music, because different eras of classical music have different aesthetics. So just because you hate Mozart doesn't mean you would hate all classical music. You just may hate his style or his era's aesthetic. Another type of music that I consider classical music and enjoy is film scores. So when when composers write music for films, they have to be very emotional so that the person watching the movie can feel what the character is feeling or sometimes the music is trying to push the storyline forward or in a certain direction so they tend to have a lot of feeling in them and sometimes I just listen to film scores without ever even having watched the movie and you don't have to watch the movie to enjoy the music but also when you think of classical music violins and opera singers and people like Beethoven will probably come to your mind. However, other countries have their own types of classical music that you might enjoy more than traditional western classical music. For example, the people of Indonesia have this super interesting music called gamelan music, G-A-M-E-L-A-N. It's very interesting and fun. So that is also an area of music that you might be interested in and I assure you will be explored in future episodes. Also, Japan has its own style of opera called kabuki that is super cool. And if you watch a video of it, the costumes and makeup that are done are just like absolutely amazing. 
finding your favorite type of, or era of classical music, whether Western or otherwise, whether singing or otherwise, does take a bit of time and digging, but I assure you, once you find the music that appeals to you, you may never want to stop. Like, you might just, like, never listen to anything other than classical music. I find that my favorite time to listen to classical music, especially when I'm trying to listen to a new composer I've never listened to, or is when I'm driving, or cleaning, or cooking, or anything that takes up a lot of time especially because classical music can tend to be long. Another thing to note is I think Spotify has some awesome classical music playlists that are a great place to start when exploring this type of music because they have playlists based on moods, eras, composers, and types. And if you have premium, you can skip through the pieces you don't like to find the ones that you do like, and then you can favorite them or create a playlist, and then eventually Spotify will start recommending things to you that it thinks that you would like. I'm a huge advocate for supporting live music, and that can also be a great way to find new pieces or composers that you like listening to. So if you go to a live concert of a choir, let's say, because you saw one piece on the program that you knew or your friend or your kid was in the choir or orchestra or opera, whatever, then when you're at this concert, you will also be exposed to more than just that one piece that you went to listen to. And potentially that could be your new favorite piece or new favorite composer. Also, Every live performance and every ensemble has a different take on the same piece. So that is something that is interesting to compare when you're listening. And even more, classical music was meant to be listened to live. So back in Tchaikovsky's time, you couldn't just click play on Spotify or Apple Music. If you wanted to hear his music, you had to buy a ticket and listen to it live with other people. But at the end of the day, it is okay to not just absolutely love classical music. But I feel like if you didn't already at least like it a little bit, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. So now the next step, you've found a composer or an era you love and listen to, but how do you really like get into it and get anything out of it other than that was nice. (laughs) My biggest tip on listening to classical music and what I do every time I listen to a piece is to just completely empty your mind and see what kind of emotions the music is making you feel or how the composer created that emotion, like what kind of instruments did he use to make you feel sad, to make you feel happy, Or also, what kind of story are you imagining as you're sitting there listening to this piece of music? And sometimes the composers have taken a story 
and made music out of it or they've created their own story and then tried to write it as a piece of music so that can be interesting like reading oh this symphony is supposed to be about blah 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 let me see if I can hear what if I can pick out what that really is. So for example, one of my favorite symphonies is Scheherazade by Rimsky-Korsakov, which is based on A Thousand and One Nights. So as I listen, I try to imagine which part of the story you're in and how Rimsky-Korsakov is using certain melodies or instruments or instrument combinations to help show you that story and what the different characters are feeling and what you feel or what you're imagining the story to be and what the composer wanted you to feel or what he wanted the story to be may be totally different, which is not wrong at all. So that can also be an interesting thing to think about as well. Also, there is no shame in gleaning nothing from a piece of music the first time you listen to it. Sometimes you have to listen a a second time to get anything out of it, or on the other hand, hearing something or feeling something different every time you listen to the same piece is also super cool. Another tip on listening to classical music is to listen to it often. I don't mean exclusively or constantly, I just mean as frequent as you can because with today's short pop, country, rap, whatever songs, they're short. They're like a couple minutes, three, maybe five minutes, like maybe. And because of that, and also the repetition in all of this pop music, It can make your musical attention span be pretty short. So when you're listening to a 15 or a 40 minute or even an hour long symphony or if you're watching a ballet or an opera, whatever, they're going to be a few hours. Well, that can leave you feeling bored, which I'm not trying to dog on pop music or the pop music industry at all. I just mean that sometimes you have to, like, practice listening to longer music in order to become more accustomed and more interested in it. And even more so, listening to classical music is just plain different than listening to the greatest hits on the radio. Neither is worse or better than the other. They are just different. So you can't take the same approach to classical music as you do your favorite Taylor Swift song. But lastly, just listening to classical music just for the heck of it is also just as good as listening for specific things like, oh, how did he use that instrument to make this storyline sound like this? Or this emotion sound, I get this emotion out of a piece of music because of this melody. Um, that's okay to not hear that kind of stuff. It's okay to not care about that kind of stuff. But classical music is fun and you just have to find your favorite kind in order to become interested in it. You can't just listen to one composer and think that it and not like that one composer and then think that all classical music is like that one composer that you didn't like because that's not true. Every composer is different. Every era is different and you just have to find what works for you. A lot of people have been saying and putting this idea out there that classical music is dead and 
people ask me a lot, why would you major in a dead art form? But what I typically reply is, it's only dead if you want it or allow it to be dead. Classical music is just misunderstood and has a reputation for being boring and for old people, which isn't true. Anybody can listen to classical music. Anybody can like classical music. You just have to find your favorite kind. So continue listening to it, talking about it, and attending live concerts and majoring in it. Thanks for listening. This is Music for the Unmusical.